welcome to Life Bearings, where three Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And I'm Lena Newman. And this, and this is, is Life Bearings. Because life is hard. So pair with alcohol. Or Academy Award nominated films. Ooh. So we're going to sniff. We're going to swirl. And we're going to sip. And we're going to spit. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not, no one's spitting wine no. tasting wine out. No, no. What are we, we'll hooligans? Drink all three of these and then uh, have another one. As today's life pairing is wine tasting with tasting wine. We discuss ravioli, Jesus juice, and pack animals. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a that's bunch. A that's it's a all lot over of the place. weird things. I'm excited it's for this. Chaotic. Yeah. It's all over the place. I'm. It's just par for the course. I'm yeah. excited. I know yeah. this is exciting. It'll and be fun. Spilled wine, yeah. so that's great with audio equipment. I know. I wore a white. <laughs> Carla, be I careful. wore a white sweatshirt, which I was like, Ooh. interesting choice, um, for drinking and navigating a computer and a microphone and a <laughs> wine tasting. Yes, that's what we're doing today. Well, okay. Well, what? Let's have we it. are. Okay. Yeah, we we're are. trying to keep okay. it under four hours today. I think that's the goal. Oh, that's the goal. Yeah, okay, we're not gonna. We're, right. gonna, we're filming. Gonna be 20... We filmed it again, guys. We're, film, we're filming it again. So, um, so sorry about that. Yeah. You have to look at our ugly ass mugs. <laughs> or you don't. You can just <laughs> listen to us on this podcast. True. Um. So yeah, make your make your choices. Uh, and then you're stuck with them. So, yeah, but you're gonna watch us drink wine. Great. Or cool. water. How do you guys feel? What, what's your experience with wine testing? What, what does it mean to you? <laughs> I love it. I never really got into wine until I think because I when I started working at a company where they had like a side thing where they own a vineyard and stuff. And so they kind of taught me a lot about wine because it feels very intimidating to get into it. It does. Sort actually. of an expensive habit. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I mean, and there's like connoisseurs and sommeliers. Is that what they're? Sommeliers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite, quite the big deal. It's, I think uh, it, it doesn't have to be expensive. I think um, that's a bit of a misnomer. If you ever talk to anybody that's like proper sommelier, they're like, I know some really, really good $20 bottles of wine. Right. But the experience oh, sure. of like going totally. to the winery. Oh, yeah. Well, it's and especially if it's with any of you <laughs> lovely ladies, we, for some reason, will... <laughs> buy all the wine and then but i think that's what the... that's what the experience is it's very bougie otherwise yeah, why it is it very bougie yeah uh, it bougie. can be and it's also sure. like a new it's like a new thing that i like totally. makes me laugh that everyone's like every stag ed is like i'm going wine tasting and i'm always like oh god i don't have fifteen hundred dollars to commit to your life <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like i'm just like i don't now nah. i'm just like starting to i'm just like no more um it's because you can just go to these places but if you if you make a whole vacation of it it's like five thousand dollar vacation yeah it can like be to, for sure. yeah, it yeah. can be yeah so i'm just like i mean it's nice and everything but it is like it's an expensive little treat 
And it's a day and it's a day of drinking. Yeah. It's a day yeah. of or drinking. Potentially yeah, two day days. So it's, yeah. you know, it Three takes uh, you when you're older. Yeah. Yeah. What's the ideal, the ideal wine tasting time? Two days. Two days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two, yeah. Two days. I, yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. No. Maybe less. Yeah. I mean, like, you could also, you could do one day. One day. I'd be happy be with one day. Too. It depends, I guess, where you are. Like, because usually you're going to somewhere. That's, you're going to Kelowna. Yeah. You're going to Sonoma. Um, That's what yeah. I was going to say. And then I was like, in which months would that be? But yeah. that depends on where you're going to. So, yeah. yeah. I have. Do you know what I think is go- a night? Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I was going to say wine day, beach day. Ooh. That'd be nice. Perfect. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you could have, you balance it out. So, the, because two wine days are big days. I think it depends if you're not if you're not mixing that with like a nice lunch and then another nice dinner. Yeah. Um, which I find like I can't uh, after a while I just stop drinking like I stop tasting the wine and enjoying it. So it's nice to then. And this is one thing I'm, I don't get is the like combining wine with food and like how it changes the texture and it changes the taste and all of that stuff. But right. Um, I think that's like an important part of it. Yeah, and and certainly like those menus at the places, like at the wineries, like the restaurants are catered to the experience. So it's yeah. like if if you're in a you're tasting nice, like they're not gonna pour you the wrong wine with the wrong food. Right. Like you can ask for it, and they'll go. You're you're <laughs> like, eating you're eating fish. I sure, you want a not, red wine? Are you high out of your mind? Are you out of your goddamn mind? <laughs> I don't know if it's the wrong thing. I think it's just that it won't. Um, it's like this podcast. It doesn't pair as well. <laughs> you can have whatever with chicken. Um, but if you have it with this particular fish, that fish takes tastes so much better and the wine tastes so much better. But I don't understand how that works. Yeah, and I co- don't I don't understand that. So I just pick a red no, wine. And me neither. I'm off. But I'm all the food. don't you find like but don't you like so do you mean when you don't understand that you don't like you don't yeah. hear or you don't you don't like taste the difference but i'm not very no. good i'm not like i have a really crappy palate like i can't identify smells or or tastes very well okay is so, it because of the covid you had no i, I was born like that i was born i know COVID. i'm kidding um so i think maybe that but hey we gotta ask these times i mean yes. covid's a thing that's true <laughs> that's true covid's a thing <laughs> Um, so Brittany you're not yeah, you're uh, not a big I, fan of the wine I do. tasting no I do like wine tasting I oh, like it okay. I just I just wanted to acknowledge that it's an expensive experience like I really enjoy it and like it, I and, like to go because it's a, an experience it. with yeah I just meant to say like it, it seems like uh the our generation or whatever happened like it seems to be like that used to be a really bougie thing to go and do mm-hmm. and it seems like our generation is is like no what do we just do it which yeah. is interesting, right? Which I I like because I enjoy doing it, but it is I, like not. It's it's an, it's a big experience. Like it's a trip, especially for us, right? Because yeah. we're not in wine yeah. country, so yeah. it it's not like we just go down the street. Like it's like flights or a big drive, and it's like hotels. And, and the wine tour itself is expensive. Yeah, because and it's, driving, you need to like it's be on so a fun. Bus. Exactly, but yeah, you like you book a a private bus, and um, it's I agree, it's so much fun. But it can be, it's not something you do just like, you do it maybe once a year. Yeah. yeah. If you can. And if we're lucky can. that we're like within eight hours driving of like 
yeah like we're yeah. we have we just happen to be close to like and that's one not of the- very close no <laughs> so Canada's funny that way that and especially like as a person who's on the road all the time that is like it sounds close to me like I'm always like yeah it's about six or seven hours um but right. in any other country like specific like Europe or you know like even the states is like uh, the next city is not seven hours away but here in Canada the next city is seven hours away. it can be so it is yeah. so but I mean if you were in like France and you drove eight hours you'd probably hit like 14 different wine regions countries oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know yeah, I, yeah. I realized that both me and my sister's names are French the other day. I don't know because Chelsea, Brittany, and Chelsea. Chelsea's a region in France as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. No. I knew Brittany yeah. was, which is which is very funny. Um, but yeah, so I do enjoy the experience. Like, I enjoy the experience. I enjoy being there. It's fun, you know. Like the people that do it are like they're bring you into it they're little performers themselves like they're the the people that come and like demo everything like yeah they totally. make that experience like, when, like sometimes, a show. yeah, yeah a it's show. like a little show they put on you're like whoa yeah and no, i feel but, like it's very like warm and co- for the most part we have been on a cup to a couple where you're like oh, okay this is very commercialized very like not, cold not, yeah cold and like the the smaller the ones you go to the more like nicer the people are and this is yeah passion and it's so cool I guess it's you don't often get to go to somebody's work where it's their passion that's true yeah right? that's very true and, and I think the safe way and being like hey I know you're so passionate about stocking these shelves um, I was very passionate about dry, dragon yes, fruit. Yes, Brittany was very passionate. Dragon Sorry, fruit that and, was the, yeah. And kiwis were just really hit home for me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I do apologize. We should have come to visit you at your work more. Oh, you should have come. I, I was like a produce sommelier. Yeah. I was like, here, have you ever, have you ever tried a banana? Oh, oh my God, Brittany. I was just going to say, I was, I was just going to say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't tried a banana. I, I I'm doing like apple demos. I'm like just like I'm just like I'm just like who's ever tried this exotic fruit? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And it's just like a fucking like. I'm just doing. I'm doing just, blind taste tests for apples. I'm like, all right, apple. Mrs. Featherbottom. Um, <laughs> okay, Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, Mrs. Uh, yeah, Mrs. Featherbottom is from uh, Arrested Development. It's just like uh, their oh, spin on Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Just Tobias. I feel like I should know that because I've started watching Arrested Development. Nice. Oh, it's good. so funny. It's, it's so, so good. I love it. I, I mean, why it. do we I'm only so... do wine tasting? I guess there's cheese tasting. That's not really caught on that much. Um, but usually, it's isn't it usually like wine and cheese tasting? Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of just a cheese tasting. But you could you could go do apple tasting. Why not? I guess you yeah. could do any tasting, really. If someone puts it on, I would go to a chip tasting. That'd be good. Potato chip. Me too. That I would love be good. Chips. We should start a new thing. Yeah. Where we just like blindfold. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's uh, an interesting psychology to all of this as well oh, uh, cool. that I. Uh, I looked into. <laughs> so one of the things is that you were you were saying you've got a shitty palate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? You're probably just being truthful, and everybody else is being <laughs> snobby. Um, I'm good. Because um, the 
<laughs> we all have shitty palates. We're not trained in this. We don't, we haven't worked for years at this. We can't pick up notes on the back of our tongues. This, like, I mean, maybe some people can, but certainly not all of us. Yeah. And I think that uh, we all just, it's wine is again bougie. It's bougie and the experience is bougie. And you're like, want to be like, oh, can you taste that note of hickory? And yeah. no one wants to say, no. no. <laughs> you say, like, can you taste that bitch. note? You're like, can you taste that note of hickory? You're like, can I? Oh my god. <laughs> hickory damn near killed me. I it's so <laughs> stupid. Like <laughs> it's like so that's what I watched a, a really cool um video on this uh called uh sci fry on, on YouTube, which is like a science videos every Friday. And it was the oh, science cool. behind wine tasting. Cool. And they talked about um they kind of called it the ravioli um experience where if you took ravioli on a, a out of a can and poured it onto a plate and shoved it in the microwave and handed it to somebody they'd go Ugh. but you took ravioli out of a plate and put it on china and served it to people oh, yeah. and put them they would yeah. think oh my god this is the finest dish i've ever had <laughs> right. um, so there was because a similar the wine world is full of a lot of bullshit, right I'm yeah they're horseshit. well yeah. okay so just it's to me it's just fake people being fake as fuck um being like oh i taste this oh, oh, I taste this. <laughs> you can't just be like i like getting drunk outside and everything tastes different and i don't know and it's yeah. fun and it's really um, <laughs> and i don't mind a like, twenty dollar oh. versus a hundred like if a hundred dollar bottle of wine is probably not no yeah, you probably so couldn't the, tell the that, difference that, at least no. we couldn't and most people like well, so what that's, saying most yeah, people can most yeah people most people can't <laughs> So they're like scientifically, like the chemistry between bottles is so is not that different. Oh, really? Because it's smashed up grapes that fermented. Like there's you know different notes and stuff. And and obviously, like one thing that is pretty cool is in the Okanagan region, some of these places used to jo uh, they used to grow like let's say peaches. It used to be a peach farm or right. a nectarine farm, like a stone fruit farm. Yeah. And that soil then is enriched with all that. Um, the peaches you know all that peach and stone fruit that right. was grown there for hundreds of years and then they put a winery there and then so then the wine is going to reflect that that peach right. and and nectarine taste um that's not not to say that that doesn't exist what is to say is that um if you think you can taste that difference uh and you're not a professional and you don't have like some amazing palate that you've been doing it for a long time yeah mm -hmm. you're probably lying to yourself <laughs> Well, and I think um, so. Uh, I have said... to do. Sorry, I have to. Um, we did do one thing that that maybe contradicts that a little bit, and whether that's in my own brain or whatever. But we remember we went to a place and we did like five different Pinot Noirs. Yeah, and they Which all place? tasted different. Do you remember what place that was? No, I think that was nagging. Um, <laughs> no, it was not nagging. Doubt. It was after nagging doubt. Oh, uh, that's right. Well, and I do, and but that's but, but I guess again, that's a side by thing. side. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a soil thing, and side side without tasting anything else, you're right. tasting that next to that next to that next to that. You taste the difference. Yeah. It's just to say you don't specifically know what that difference is. Like that. Yes, right. that does taste a little more bitter. Yes, yeah. that is a little more smoky. Yeah. So that was an, that was another thing that that was mentioned to us was that, like with the fires, the wildfires again. Um, the 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 Pinot Noirs were coming out quite a lot smokier than right. they had in previous. I remember them um, saying that. Yeah. Um, vintages. So that and that is all noticeable, um, but 
it's just to say that somebody like with uh, without a refined palate walking into a thing and doing a blind testing probably wouldn't be able to pick up the differences. Right. When you're doing a wine tasting, when you're engulfed in this experience or, or rather immersed in this experience, everything is so subjectable. Like they even mentioned, so so what I mentioned the ravioli on the china um, mm-hmm. example, but so they did an actual taste uh, test where they switched. They made up a fake label, mm-hmm. and they uh, put they put on two of the exact same wines. One of them said it was from California, yeah, and the other one said it was from North Dakota. And they <laughs> changed the price points of the wine, and they did they swapped in and out the uh, different uh, price points as well. So they tested all these different uh, factors, and when they said it was from North Dakota and it was cheap, people don't associate wine with North Dakota so they couldn't they just were like yeah that one wasn't very good and then they would taste the exact same wine again say it was from California the price point had changed they'd go oh yeah because California is a little the wines are a little better in California so that was always funny so that was a big funny one to me that and again that's sort of and that's just marketing and like just marketing and just people Uh, being like kind of sucked into stuff you know yeah, yeah, like one of my favorite wineries is the Hatch in um in um in Kelowna, and uh, there. Oh, oh yeah. we went. Oh, oh, you've got the Hatch wine. I've got some Hatch wine. Yeah, I'm part of their club. I'm in the club. You're in the club. Um, in the club. And- we went. We went there, right? That's yeah. yeah. We yeah. all went there together, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 And their uh their wine has very fun labels. So yeah. you're oh, you're. Here, I'll show you the- yeah, they'll show us one of the labels, sir. This one is yeah. Unicorn of the Sea yeah oh okay i like that yeah it's and ex- exactly and exactly. i think it's I just marketing it. right it's marketing, it's just marketing. And like yeah and i truly think that's the reason why i like it like if i'm being honest with myself the wine's great but it's like i think i just like the bottles i think i just like the effort i, I like what it's yeah. all about well it makes the experience a little bit more fun and exciting and like you know here's another bottle of, of wine that i'm drinking this is the one i'm drinking three different bottles by the way guys a <laughs> girl you know girl. this one that's very basic that's fine um and i mean well, i often I will go off of a label for buying well, when i'm just blind li- the blind buying so yeah. i'm drinking um and i'm sure this will come up later when we tell you all about it but yeah. this is i'm drinking uh, this particular wine and uh just based off the label that's easy to find in a store yes that's also Honestly, a really good idea like i i just know i know that teal label i know the the, the silver top mm-hmm. and when i'm scanning for things um it's just like okay i need and and if it and honestly i mean i don't want to be a snob about stuff but it's fucking white wine so it's just like pick up a pinot noir or pinot you know yeah. greens or yeah. a, you know seven real it's, it's fine it's <laughs> it's not it like is. some big huge complexity to to, to white wine but yeah. it's like um uh yeah i uh, that's a label thing for me and and yeah. honestly it's because my mom drinks it my mom drinks it she likes it i like it i just pick it up yeah. it's dinner it's easy yeah, it's good um, um Sorry, the the white wine that I was picking up, I was on. I was watching a YouTube video um, about a guy that is a. He, I don't know what he does. He's like an accountant, but for wineries or something. Um, yeah. And he yeah. talked about Miomi, which Miomi Pinot Noir, which is a California wine. It's very popular. Everybody has it. And he pointed out he thinks it's kind of not great. But and I also have been drinking way too much of it and now don't like it. But it has a screw top. Screw top. Mm-hmm. which means yep. 
that it's much easier for for wine um restaurants to bring it in because they don't have to like seal it or anything they can just put the top back on oh okay. yeah see Actually, yeah, yeah again sense. this is yeah. this is screw top as well yeah it's an easy it's an easy picnic bringer like you know what i mean like you're going out somewhere easy like and i know with covid times and everything we've all been at each other's houses and like out out like out outside oh yeah how many throw- times have you been in a hotel room and you're like oh no you're like oh you're trying the boot thing with the and like <laughs> i can't tell you how many times i've stuck a pocket knife in a thing and then like knocked the cork in and then everybody has yeah. to drink cork in their wine uh, right <laughs> and then everyone and then i'm just telling everyone i'm like shut up you either want some or you don't like i just immediately it creates a situation right um, yeah, that's <laughs> draining it through a napkin i've done that with my dad before <laughs> <laughs> drained it through a napkin oh that's a great idea well, that yeah, because all idea. the cork was in it. So he's like, get a napkin out. Yeah. And pour it oh, through. And then all the cork. Because we had a also, disaster. We had a disaster yeah. wine time. One time. Also, I would trust your dad with any like sort of like trick and tip and trick like that. He's I'm sure oh, he's with like, wine. Worry, Absolutely. I <laughs> he's like, I got it. Don't worry about he it. He knew exactly <laughs> what to do. <laughs> um, so I'll just sort of wrap up here so we don't okay, so sorry. we don't go into the ninth hour of Brittany does psychology as not a psychologist um, <laughs> you're practically um, one now you've done two years you're two years okay. into your uh, you know what you know, honestly major. yeah help me help help me help you <laughs> help I'm, uh, me <laughs> I'm like we're all nuts everybody's fine um so the the big experience and what I what, uh, what I was trying to like sort of encapsulate is that it, we're so uh, we're we're so subjective to everything around us. So it's not just it's not just the labels. It's not just the it's the the description. Like if it tells you have it has notes of smokiness, you start to believe that. Right. It's not just that. It's even the sommelier telling you that you then identify with this as a professional. This guy knows what he's talking about. So you might not actually taste that, but you believe it. And if you believe it, then you're like, oh yeah. Um, also somebody standing next to you who scrunches their face and goes like, Ugh. like I, you go, Oh, is this gross? Like you don't know yet, but for some reason you've made that choice based on that. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then just kind of, um, some fun stuff with, uh, uh, red wine and white wine that, um, there's like certain things your brain does that you don't even know you do. So if you're drinking from a proper white wine glass, or let's say you have two of the exact same glasses mm-hmm. and then you pour red wine into one and white wine into the other, your brain will, uh, Ooh, are those the exact same? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually you did it backwards, but. Oh, more in this the, one. Yeah. The white wine would typically have more, oh, you would pour more, okay. but if I those are red it. wine. Oh, okay. So maybe you did. Yeah. And it, they say, they say up to 9% more, your brain automatically pours white wine because it's clear and you don't see it. It doesn't yeah. register. Yeah. But the shape of a red wine glass, so not, not comparatively, but just specifically to red wine and red wine glass, yeah. you pour, your brain instinctively pours more wine into a red wine glass because of the shape and it doesn't like it's wider yeah. and you don't think it's filling up as fast. Yeah. So your I brain's have, like, oh, oh wow. there's not. I have one that is round at the bottom and then it goes straight up. Um, and the actual like that round part is like a full proper glass of wine. So then if you go, right. but that's like looks like a quart, like a like an eighth of the glass, but actually yeah. that's a full pour. And then like, but then I go over and then I wonder why I drink that's a whole one. bottle. <laughs> 
Well, and that's the reason that those glasses, like the red wine needs to breathe a little more so that it, it is a wider base and a wider. So it's, it's right. like almost like a diffu- diffusing the port, just throw the glass. But yeah, so red wine, you will pour more into a proper wine glass, but white wine, comparatively, if you're pouring into equal glasses, you'll go more because you don't, your brain doesn't register the right. pour. White yeah. wine, you'll just suck it out of the bottle. Yeah. And yeah. I honestly do, if I'm drinking white wine, it's hard not to bury a bottle. Yeah. If oh I'm God! Drinking yeah, red wine. I appreciate it. I drink it. I taste it. I'm. I feel like it's an experience. I feel like it's a a luxury. I feel like yeah. I don't know what that is, but with white wine, I'm just white like, wine is it. it's child's play. Oh, good. I'm trying to get back better into the white wine and explore some new stuff, but it doesn't have the same. Yeah, like I can just kind of switch off my brain and be like, I don't. I like rate all the wines that I I drink on Vivino, and like half the time with a white wine, I'm like, ah, I don't care. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> well, that's why. So it's like, um, and I actually had a, a friend of mine who was a, a sommelier. Um, he would always say, like, if you're drinking a white, just find one that, find the cheapest one that you like the most. Yeah. Like, find something that you're like, yeah, that tastes good. Um, he, he was always like, stay away from blends that I love a blend sometimes. But, I love a like, blend. Especially why wine, would you like, stay I'm away like, from I a like blend? A blend. <laughs> about a blend Um, funny he's like find something you like except for what you like Mm -hmm. except for what you like (laughs) no but he was just like do you know what it was what was that really popular wine for a little while and it was just like you would open the door and it was sitting at the door in every apothic red oh Oh, apothic (laughs) that's what he was like stay away from the kool-aid wine like he's like that's not wine yeah, yeah, it's just sugar with red red food coloring. It's just not good. Yeah, like you literally yeah. drink it and it like coats your teeth like Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. you're like, God almighty. For a while, that was like the, the wine everybody brought to a party. Yes. You're like, yeah. yeah. You're like, dump it in the garbage on the way in. Um, <laughs> well, it was cheap. And when you're young, I mean, and they had good marketing. Oh, they yeah. Did have great and you marketing. don't know. Everyone like, thought that Apothic was like the greatest thing. And then everyone started drinking and they're like, this is actually the worst shit I've ever tasted. Right. I think you, I, pretty gross. you do kind of develop a little bit. I say that I don't have a great palate, but I, I think you do develop it over the years a little bit. So, yeah. I well, you can tell if something is fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah, you can tell if something's a. <laughs> but I wouldn't have known back then. I wouldn't because I hadn't. No, no, no. No, for sure. All right. Well, maybe that's me wrapping up. Okay. Shall we move? Nice. Um, shall we move into uh, the uh, Carla portion, the historical portion? Ooh, take us way Carla. back. Put us on a train and take us way back. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. Um, I'm not going to go that far back. Uh, okay. But that's oh, okay. I know. I'm keeping within, I think, the, the history laws, rules, things. I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. the Court of Master Sommeliers. So that's what we were kind of talking about, the people that work in the restaurant that you can ask, you know, what wine should I drink? Um, Yeah. So uh, there, you can just be a sommelier. You just have to, that's your job. If you just get hired as a sommelier, you're now a sommelier. Like that's not, it's not like there are like accreditation, but it's it's not, lots of the times it's not. So. uh, Um, Oh, like you can just say you are? Yeah. I mean, as long as you probably worked, you kind of have to work there. <laughs> like you have to work being a Somali and then you can say you're a Somali. Oh, funny. Yeah. 
but there's no like you don't need the accreditation like a, a proper simulia is like a three-year course oh yeah like you yeah i'm gonna talk really? about the proper stuff um but, but okay just so you know i didn't know that part so uh the okay. first use the, the first use of the word sommelier was in 1829, which is the old French word salmier, uh, which means a beast of burden, um, or it would be the officer oh. in charge Rolling of Rolling stones. <laughs> yeah. Um, burden. It would be the officer in charge of um, the provisions um, and the driver of the pack animals. So basically, he was bringing the wine. That, that was Ooh. what he was doing, right? Or the drinks. Uh, historically, uh, they would, sommeliers would actually deal with a lot of unlabeled wine bottles or barrels of wine as estate bottling and labeling individual bottles. So a lot of times you would just, you know, you would just have a uh, blank bottle and send it off because it's your one bottle of whatever, right? Red. Um, and because it, that didn't become standard until the mid 1900s. So back in the day, you really did have to kind mm. of know your wine because there wasn't a label to tell you. <laughs> so, right? Yeah, it was just like in a jug, right? <laughs> a labelless jug. I guess it would be an old jug or a barrel, yeah, a wine barrel. Sorry, yeah. a barrel. Whatever. I too many Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, so this all started in guess, guess, guess a year. It's a, it's a while away. It's, it's from far a long time ago. 1801. Sure. Okay. 1801. Oh. Brittany? I don't know. I just guessed it. Um, it's a while away. You said that was your clue? 1763. 1363. Oh, so you're <laughs> wow. Yeah. <Kind laughs> okay. Of. So. <laughs> kind of. I'm, they kind of are playing with this a little bit. Um, but this is the 12 great city of london livery companies these were guilds that would care for the other people in their groups kind of like unions i guess now um okay. and one of these groups one of these um 12 groups was the worshipful company of vinters and okay. they were in charge of importing regulation and sale of wine but then eventually they lost control because the government deregulated all this stuff. The government's been deregulating, regulating things from oh yeah, many, Don't trust many them. years ago. <laughs> uh, but it totally. was not until 1953 that the Worshipful Company of Vinters and the Wine and Spirit Association decided that they were going to hold an exam about the wine trade. Because before, like I said, you just kind of, you were working in that job, you were a sommelier. I mean, if you sucked and you were like, yeah, apothic with uh, this lovely <laughs> steak, then you probably don't get to keep your job for very long. But mm -hmm. hey, I got to tell you the truth. Well, I was an elevator mechanic for a long time. I did go to school for it. Didn't know what I was doing a lot of the time. <laughs> Sometimes I would just Does show up. Does anyone know what anyone's or... doing in their job? I know. I, don't know. I mean, I would it's hope really not a big deal. Some, or you should give us all the buildings you worked in. <laughs> Someone checked my work. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So 21 people took the test. Only six passed. Um, and they were made the heads of the Institute of Masters of Wine. So they I let a bunch of different people take this test. 
including winemakers, buyers, journalists, shippers, business owners, consultants, academics, and wine educators. You kind of forget how much is involved in the wine buying process. Oh, yeah. Selling process. Totally, totally. So, um, but they did not let anyone in the service industry test for it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They were like, nah, they don't need to know. They're like, they're literally (laughs) the ones that are talking to the people about the wine. (laughs) But okay, that's fine. I suppose it is like a lower class thing. Well, that's not fair. Classist devils. So in 1969, a test was created to encourage sommeliers to study and become professionals at this. And by 1977, the Court of Master Sommeliers evolved into an internationally recognized organization. So the original test was actually too hard. So they added an introductory course and then advanced and then certified. So the, 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 the original test became like the level, the like big bad, big baddie level 20 or whatever, well, three, level three. <laughs> Sounds like Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> or Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or even more I'm level plus. 33, just like everyone else. <laughs> okay. Just in case you guys were wondering, I'm Pokemon yeah. Go. Pokemon Go. Oh. I'm played it forever. I play it all the time on my off season. My <laughs> off season is when I'm not working. Sorry, right. carry on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, only 236 people have t- passed all three sections of the test. That's in the whole world. Uh, wow. Oh, holy shit. Like currently uh, still? Yeah. As of, as of whenever I got this information, which would be in the last couple of years, it could be different now because of COVID. I'm not sure what happened with COVID. People lost um, their taste. Probably, probably probably less people would be. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, but I can't even taste tomatoes. <laughs> um, it has three different sections to the test, which is service, theory, and testing. Or Sorry, service, theory, and tasting. Sorry, there. Um, that so makes service, more sense. That, yeah, 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 that makes more sense. Um, so service, you know, would be like how you actually um, like cut the thing off the um, like. Oh, you went like. Like this, the top part of the thing. You can only make three cuts, I believe. Um, oh. Yeah, you have to serve this person above this person. Um, so then theory would be, you know, a lot more about uh, what what regions there are and i mean like it's insane it's a ton of information um and then the tasting would be you would have to taste and describe it and then you would have to identify where it's from what grape it is what winery it's from like crazy stuff so um there's actually a really good book if you're looking into this called uh wine girl um which I'm just going to uh, grab her name. Carla, they named a book after you. I know. <laughs> um, wine broad. Wine broad. Wine girl. Um, it's by um, Victoria James. And so she was one of the youngest females to become a sommelier. And it's very interesting just to read from the perspective of working in the service industry and the restaurant industry but also like the amount of work you have to do to put into this test. Like this is like passing the bar kind of thing. 
right wow like it's that <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like these like like yeah when i was like the, i have a couple of friends who are, are not like that but they yeah. they have to pass these like insane tests to be yeah. it's a big program and you have to go to the places like you some of these you have to like go to italy oh for, that's a shame i'm sorry i have to go to italy for school oh, and to God, taste I'm... wine my whole life she like she, she was, was a very you poor know that... person growing up victoria james she didn't have like she definitely came from like the wrong side of the tracks that's in quotes um, she did not have that kind of money. Like she didn't have the kind of, cause you have to also be able to taste like really nice wines that are stupid expensive. Right. Um, yeah. And she couldn't do that. And, and so, you know, she would be taking time off work to go to these things. And it's a, it's a crazy investment mentally, physically, and monetarily to get into this. I really um, imagine people who talk about it though. I bet you that they're just like, like Lena said, like, <laughs> like they're talking like at a dinner and they're just like oh god you know i wish they could come next weekend to your baby shower but i'll be in prague I'm like why are you in prague like, oh god it's i'll be at work I, ugh, i'll be at work you know drinking wine so thing. um I, in the office like taking pictures out a plane window right just Life just in the tough. office for the day oh my god um <laughs> home sweet home i've always thought of fucking venice as a home away from home <laughs> oh my god oh, um, you god. guys i can't find it right now but i do know she talked about it in the thing um oh, damn it uh about you if you went like if you do spend too many days tasting wine uh your mouth starts to bleed yeah, I bet because oh. it's so acidic. Yeah, there's oh, like, like you get like ulcers. Yeah, like there was a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, like it's crazy that you know we are like, oh, we'd love to go away for the weekend, and actually you're like, oh, that maybe doesn't sound as much fun as. I <laughs> and She's also, like, I like, love Lucy. <laughs> I love Lucy. like smashing grapes like I love Lucy like in the big fucking grape thing and she's just like oh my feet have blisters it's like the sad reality of what mm -hmm. smashing grapes with your feet is yeah <laughs> so this test only has an 8% pass rate uh, only 149 master sommeliers are in the US the uh, the court exams include like I said the service and blind tasting section um Whereas like the other ones um, are more about the theory and facts about wine and stuff. So, and, and regions right. probably. Um, and you can only take the master's test three times. And then if you fail three times, which is quite common, you have to return back to the beginning. So it's very much like a video game. You have three lives. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you could go back. And like even more crazy than like a driver's license. <laughs> driver's test. Yeah. A driver's so. test. Yeah. Um, I don't, this is so The weird. guy who invented the blindfold, like the blind taste testing, he's just like, I'll close my eyes. Don't believe me? Hand me a blindfold. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, painting a very persnickety picture here. That's okay. That's okay. My last fact here. Um, the salaries. Okay, so this is the other kind of sad thing. Salaries for sommeliers for passing level one. So this is if you get actually to that professional test and you, you pass the level one are $55,000 a year. I believe this is an American. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
um, advanced yeah. is 87 and a master is like 164. So it's a lot, wow. but also you have to be tasting all the new wines that come out. You have to be like really on top of that stuff. Um, so yeah, it does sound a little like pretty intense it would have to be your world like it would have to be like something you were so passionate about and that you really enjoyed doing and like uh, otherwise all that effort and all that like you know because like that's not just a regular job no that's not like a like in the end result isn't overly tangible so you'd have to really like be able to be like yeah i really enjoy doing this and and it's very important to me at the end is you're still working in a restaurant and people are shitty to you and um because that's what people do to people that work in restaurants sadly so yeah it's a weird thing but i mean it's an interesting lifestyle like you said you do get to visit lots of neat places so that's good um it'd be awfully cool yeah it would be yeah. like and if your job that's your full-time job is just to like taste wine taste wine yeah yeah um very cool very cool story yeah. carla yo that's fun the i was into it okay good are you going to take okay, your test? Great. Are you going to take your level one? I am going to test. I'm just taking my level one. And then I'm going to, um, when I go to parties, I'm going to go, ah, 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 <laughs> not on my watch. Precisely. I'm going to go, what's you that make four stick? cuts to get that top off rather than three. Oh, Let me my do God. It. Pour that wine out. Do you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, when people pour a glass of wine that doesn't pair well with a meal, yeah. I'm going to walk around with a garbage bin and I'm going to dump their meal in the garbage bin and I'm going to go, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you wanted to eat garbage trash. Right. And people are going, I'm going to slowly get uninvited from every party. Yeah. And then no one will tell me why. Like nobody will like, nobody will tell me why I can't come. I'll just like one day I'll just be sad and alone in a basement and I'll be like, just like with post-it notes with different wine regions written on them, taped to the wall. <sighs> God, I don't want to. It's a sad story. It's a, it's a sad story. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Lena, can you? It's a ta- you time old tale. Bring us up. Speaking Lena, of, bring us up. Bring us, bring us to the. Bring us out of the of time old tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know that I can. You guys are in too deep. All right, Lena, give us your pairing. Well, my pairing. Okay, so, so originally we were going to do this episode like a few months ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so. I decided to do sideways Ooh. and I watched sideways <laughs> and how did you and feel I, about it? I mean, it was fine. Yeah. I didn't really it like it a, when I watched it, but it was a bit, it's a bit pretentious. Like it won all these awards and it was just like boring. Like it was, the acting was great. Uh, Sandra O's in it. I love her. And Paul um, Giamatti, right? Yep. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti yeah. Guy yeah. and is it Thomas Hayden Church? Is the other Thomas guy? Hayden Church, which I always like, I always think he's somebody else. Right. Because of his three names. I think right. he's always somebody. I don't I just know him. him from Ned and Stacy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I'm um, looking at a picture of him right now. Handsome devil. Oh, yeah. No, he's cute. So, anyways, I scrapped sideways. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I wanted to talk about sideways. I'm excited. No, let's, no, let's okay. talk about sideways. Let's no, talk no, no, about- no, 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 no. It's okay. All I was going to say is that um, there was this sideways effect or something. Yes. Let's talk about that. Let's okay. talk about that. But then we can just jump to your next thing. Sorry. I didn't mean to. 
no, no, no. Um, yeah. So apparently, like with um, so the movies, um, these two guys go on kind of like a boys' trip to to wine tasting. Like one of them's like recently like divorced, and the other one is um getting married. Oh, Thomas Hayden Church. He's so they're kind of doing like a a boys' trip to um. Sonoma? No, Napa. Napa. Napa's the fancy <laughs> one. Sonoma's hey, the Hey, I really watched good this one. a long time ago. Oh, yeah, I no, didn't really. Oh, like really? Who cares? Um, um, yeah, and it's just like, um, what did I write down for things? It was basically like. But I think that's where all this wine tasting thing started. Yeah, really? probably. So they went on like a big wine tasting. So I wrote down yeah. hijinks in Sioux pretentious which mm-hmm. is i thought the movie was pretentious and trip goes to shit <laughs> that's what i wrote down okay i like it those are good reviews i that was actually you should <laughs> not know, really the but very it's... last the very last movie i rented from a video store really was sideways yep. that how do you remember that it was the, the second reason... last one? Oh my god because it was uh i kept it and I, the video store was like, called me a couple of times and then they shut down. And it wasn't that, it wasn't like the last blockbuster on the planet or That's whatever. That's in Oregon. Was, but it was but... just like, the la- it was closed. That is important. <laughs> but it was like the, it was just like the last time I rented a movie from a video store because then Netflix started coming out and all these different right. things. And it was that, and it was, I rented that movie and uh, a movie with Lindsay Lohan and, um, where she's like a runaway and it was such a good movie as well oh, uh Dermot Mulroney was in it oh of course I love Dermot Mulroney um but so it yeah. was yeah it was interesting it was I was like I remember watching it and just being so confused as to why this was like the big watch I know it won so many movies and I, I don't know if like, it's what the is wine this? sorry <laughs> awards not movie awards is right. what I meant um yeah. what you well, you've seen it recently is it is it because you have to like wine to like it or is it just a weird movie? I don't think you have to like wine a okay. lot, like at all. Okay. It's yeah, kind it of was... one of those, like the guys like a depressed divorcee, yeah. like trying to be like a writer and he can't, you know, get it. That sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I drink. Um, well, I remember most of the characters being assholes, which is not a great. Yeah, thing. there was not really like a likable thing to it. Like I kept waiting for the no, moment that I was all... like supposed to enjoy it. Yeah, that's no, art. totally. <laughs> so, sorry, that's... do you ha- do you know what the sideways effect was? Um, well, I think it got people going to um, Napa, right? But I think um, there was something else. That's about all it. I know about it. So. I'm just gonna Google. Sorry, guys. It says um, uh, the sideways no. effect is how I mean, a wine like, film everyone, reshapes the industry. Just go watch the movie, and because I was talking to my mom earlier today, and I, I was telling her that I was gonna talk about sideways. She's like, and she really liked it. So it just depends on who. She's like, oh, that was a really great movie, and I'm like, yeah, I thought kind of thought it was boring, but like, you know, it just depends huh. on. Maybe I watched a I, and obviously a lot of people liked it. I mean, it got all these awards and nominations, and the acting comedy, is great. Right? I think, and, but not a comedy. 
uh, comedy and drama, I would, I would say. And um, I love Sandra Oh. She's in it. Yeah. Love Sandra Oh. So, I mean, if anything, watch it for her. Canadian. Right. Sandra Oh's Canadian. Yes, she is. She absolutely is. Um, it is seemingly and much and great pairing, actually, Lena, because it's kind of like a great like take on or parallel to rather wine tasting because you know so many people like the most the award-winning wine the most expensive wine the most pretentious wine is maybe just as good as a $20 wine and it's or it's not good at all and it's all got all this buzz around it and that's like so it's kind of like a good parallel to draw between because a lot of people didn't like it they were like well what the hell is this Mm -hmm. and then people who seem to know a lot about films or we're we're always trusting the the academy or or you know like all these like awards that are given out we're trusting um that they are picking they're like the sommelier of our like our of, of like films to be like hey like Brittany, this is really one. good yeah. watch this and then you watch it and you're like is it i like i think part of not a lot of oscar films that i like no no like i watched recently true. the power of the dog and i was like oh, yeah. oh god more like the dog's breakfast this is a nightmare <laughs> you're like i'm so bored <laughs> Oh, I was so bored. Nothing ever happened. There was no, right. like, there was yeah. never a moment of, like, you just watched, nothing <laughs> happened, and, like, a t- there was no timeline. You could never tell when it was happening. You were like, where? Am I on acid? Right. What is going on? <laughs> we just the tried to watch. boring acid trip I've ever had. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in America, which was, like, supposed to be a classic with um, James Wood and Robert De Niro. And the first okay. 10 yeah. minutes, there's a phone ringing for 10 minutes and then it's flashing kind of the same thing like you don't know what time no like time that would be changing. awful things keep changing i was i've never been so angry at a movie before i mean art is subjective that's a whole thing i mean that's with yeah. anything i think that probably happens in it definitely happens in my world in writing it definitely happens i'm sure in stand-up even is weirdly you know well, you know what probably oh, happens in the office is beyond subjective do you guys like want to know comedians... something so funny is oh sorry Oh, no, I'm just like a, uh, I take things really literally for like the oddest reason, because I'm never literal. I'm always sarcastic and I never mean what I say. But if I read or see something or hear it, I'm just like, it's this. I'm hearing this. But I feel like the, like this happens in a lot of different industries, like where the like the funniest comedian to comedians is not funny to the nor- the normies. The actors yeah, that think that's... that they're best act, the best actors or whatever, we're all like that person's a like a joke and the uh, wine and the wine, wine that people can taste that we aren't getting the notes that they're getting because they're so like yeah. sort of above whatever yeah yeah it's like it is funny that way it's like it is so subject it's all so subjective yeah um sorry totally. going back to the the sideways effect um what i was right. thinking about because i remember coming across this and i couldn't remember what it was apparently the actor paul giamatti is his character he says if anyone orders merlot i'm leaving i am not <laughs> drinking any beep merlot and <laughs> oh yeah apparently oh. that had some kind of effect on merlot but also pinot noir i think they mentioned in the film lena and that's uh, what let me check my notes okay um <laughs> That's what spawned this massive uh, Pinot Noir thing that we really? are all just in now. I'm, d- I'm is, tired of Pinot Noir now. Um, Pinot Noir is always such a nice treat, but it's a, it's a big taste. It's like a big... It's very bold, right? I yeah. don't no, know. It's very, like, light. 
Is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah, I want no. a wine that like slaps me in the face. Oh, okay. You know, what would like be a like nice... a bold? What would be like a bold wine? Like like at Merlot or like a Malbec? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like Merlot is like the Merlot's like the IPA. Yeah, I guess so, right? And also, this goes wine world. It's like you're gonna taste everything (laughs) in it. Yeah, like a beer, the same thing. This happens in the beer world because we're all in the middle of like crazy beer. If you order a fucking Canadian, oh, you're like the world's. I know everyone. I ordered. I I I just ordered. I was like, oh, can I just get a Keith's and clam the other day, which I've ordered my whole life. Yes. And, and Keith's somebody was like a good beer. And I was like, Keith's is fucking delicious, first of all. And you know what? I don't need your pretentious you. ass beer. But it, it gives but it's me in, a fucking headache. It's in everything. Yeah. Totally. So But oh. you're right. I I was having like a uh I was having a sour the other day. I do like sour beer. I like I like beer. I like all different beers. But I was yeah, having Brittany a sour. Yeah, Brittany does like a, a sour. And some of them are good. If some you of have them are one or two, bound. that's it. Um, I had a strawberry two. basil, a- and then my Ooh. friend was having an IPA. It, the strawberry basil was unbelievably delicious. It was like perfect. Where was sour. that from? I was in Banff. I was at Banff. Oh. At a, at a, it was nice. Um, and then uh, the gal that I was with was having a um, an IPA, and she was like, "Oh my god, taste this!" And I tasted, it and I was like, "Hate it!" And I was like, "Taste this!" And she was like, "Hate it!" And then we loved, right. you know, subjective. That's Not everyone likes the same thing, right? Exactly. That's- and that's why it's kind of fun to go for like wine flights or beer flights because you get to try all the different stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. nobody likes the same thing. And it's interesting. Totally. Yeah. So can I just say like um, quickly that Sideways was, was not my actual pairing. Oh yeah, sorry. Do you want to oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. Do your real pairing. It's very quickly. Okay. Um, an episode of, <laughs> if anyone knows me, you know that I love my Fraser. Yay. So there was an an episode of Frasier called Wine Club. Oh my god! Wine spelt yes, pretty nose. W H I N E. Yes, like whining, like cry baby cry. Oh. And so the premise is Frasier is um setting up a a brunch to meet Niles's new girlfriend Mel, who right. like. Is what season like, is this? This is, oh, I just looked up. Um, seven. season seven. Oh, I'm not there yet. Okay, it's season seven. Okay. Um, so Frasier, yeah, Frasier went along for eleven years. It's almost well, there's like, also there's like a couple of other episodes that are earlier that I was like, oh, I think I've seen that one. There's like a lot about wine and there's a lot about joining clubs. Totally, <laughs> that's their whole life. <laughs> Love it. Um. So anyway, so <laughs> Frasier's trying to go. Um. He tells Niles and the family that he's going after like the cork master position at his wine club. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Mel, the new girlfriend, like Niles' girlfriend, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, encourages Niles to do it. <gasps> of course. Something he never wanted, but now. So the two brothers, they go on like, <laughs> they're both nominated and um shenanigans i can just see shenanigans and it's so funny they have to do a wine tasting and um (laughs) they have to do a blend so niles wins by 10 percent (gasps) because the blend (laughs) that they have to guess is um a cab which is 45 percent, which is fraser guests and then 55 was merlot which niles guessed (laughs) 
Niles was my 10%. Oh my God. So anyways, they hate each other like in every episode. And that's just my favorite show. So good. I remember when they were competing to get into the same club. I know. And that was another like little thing about it. It's very cute. It's very like how brothers and well, sisters are. You're like subtly competing. Anytime I think about wine, I always think about Frasier. Yeah. But anyways, that was my yeah quirk master, and they have a whole like quirk master song, which is oh, ooh, I'll sing it for you one time. Just watch the episode. It's season seven. (laughs) Very, it's so funny. Very good wine pairing. I would definitely drink red wine, a very nice red wine. Oh, at the wine club. From the at, wine the wine, at the wine club watching Frasier maybe a little a fire mix? going would you try to be a cork master <laughs> no I would let Frasier do that obviously if this is the fictional world that I'm in I would be well, fucking would be up to both of them <laughs> wanting them to be my friend so that I could go to the opera with them and then be like I don't understand what I'm doing here and I hate all of this <laughs> oh god opera's a hard one to get into that's another pretentious like hobby that I'm like Oh, it just sounds like they're wailing away up there. That and like totally. uh, the the symphony. Uh, let's move on to the next uh, section, which yes. is the wine tasting portion of the show. Yeah. Um, Carla did her due diligence, which is um, uh, typical of this podcast, and got all three wines. So we're going to be uh, maybe maybe we'll lead off with Carla. Okay. And she can take us through her wine selection. The audience that we um, all were tasked with picking uh, a red, a white, and a rosé. And I guess maybe take us through uh, the wine that you picked, why you picked it, and a few things about it. And then we okay. can watch you taste them. Um, okay. Okay. So I, I mentioned I'll do the, the right way to drink it, which is white to rosé to red. Uh, this is a new kind of wine that I've never heard of, but was talked about on this podcast. I think it's Bad Boy Running or something. It's a running podcast Ooh, video damn. thing that my husband made me watch. It's called uh, Vermentino. Again, I'll hold this up. Um, it is a type of white. Uh, I think it's from Sardinia in that area, but I'm not sure if this one specifically is. And the reason that I... Uh, got it was this guy recommended it as a white wine it's a very nice uh price point it's like 20 bucks 20 to 25 dollars and when they will nice. sip or smell Ooh. and then sip and then... smell first i think mm-hmm. i'll do the same but i'm just drinking beer out of the it's very appley tasting i wouldn't say it's anything memorable okay i could drink it it's not uh like it would be a nice <sighs> I mean, I drink white wine out in the garden, reading a book. This would be fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Nothing to write home about, but not bad. No, definitely not. I would recommend if you're looking for like a, a, a different thing to a Pinot Gris or, or Cab, um, or no, sorry, what else is the other wines? <laughs> the other white wines? We'll yeah. never know. Yeah. We'll never, it's just a no type of white know. wine. Okay. This is the other one I thought I'd go real different for this. Oh, I like that. Dog. This is okay. So, the 19 Crimes (laughs) expanded to California. 19 Crimes is a uh, red, a lot of it's red wine, Australian. They did a thing with Snoop Dogg. I can't, I liked, I really, really liked 19 Crimes wine. I had to stop drinking it. It's too, there's too much going on in there. I don't like. Okay. Okay. So, 
Snoop Dogg, did you make it better? No, it tastes like <laughs> fucking juice. <laughs> gin and juice. Gin and juice. Okay, it is a lower alcohol. It's 10%. So maybe that's why. What is that? Why does it look like Kool-Aid? Because that's the fucking color. Oh, okay. Um, so (laughs) no, it's not good. Don't, don't. I mean, unless you're 12 and you need some juice. Sorry, very disappointed. I was hoping that he did good, but you had big hopes for that one. Yeah. Oh, he's like, don't worry, I already made a billion dollars. I know. He's like, he just like picks up like nine other things that he's yeah. cross promoting. He's like, do you like these shoes? How about this hat? Yeah. How about this like weed, weed? I probably made. Yeah, yeah. weed. Um, and, oh, for and sure he's made weed. The third one, the hatch, which we talked about. This one's called, like I said, the uh, unicorn of the sea. Um, it is a Malbec Syrah. So this is like a ooh, big taste. Uh, big taste. Slap in the face. Smells nice. Yeah, and that's a nice, like, full body. Could I tell you anything that's in it? Absolutely not. It's like a really nice, bold red wine. But I like a bold. I like a big red wine. I like a big taste. So out of those three, I think we can obviously see which one you like the best. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I probably will always go with the red. But I love when we get surprised. That's the thing that I always find when we go on wine tastings. I always get surprised by at least one white wine. Right. That's true. Damn, this is really good. It's never Um, a Chardonnay. It's never a Chardonnay. Dude, I was just just going to say that, actually. (laughs) Chardonnay is disgusting. It's so funny because I've been with you guys and on a wine tour and and you guys are all like no to the Chardonnay. We did have a really nice one at Nagging Doubt. That's true. Um, I don't think it was a Chardonnay. No, it was because it was because we were yelling about it. Carla was like, no, I'm Carla sure it was good, but you know yeah. what? Even that, I probably wouldn't even buy it. Um, um, but then I went to Sonoma with my family, and all of my family was like, "Do not give me Chardonnay." So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who they're making this for. Who is drinking was, Chardonnay? It is we, so popular, and I don't know anyone that likes Chardonnay. No, it's I don't so know gross. You. Yeah, we actually were out. Um, we were out with a friend the other day, and she ordered Chardonnay, and I felt so like judgy. I felt so bad because she ordered it, and then I went, "Did you mean to order the Chardonnay?" And actually, hilariously enough, she goes, "No, I panicked, and it was the first one I saw." Oh no! I was like, "I was like, you should call her back because you're not going to enjoy that." And then I felt I was like, "That's not your place to just like dive in." On- <laughs> no, but you were right. No one she likes was like, Chardonnay. No, she's like, I actually hate Chardonnay. And I was like, oh, she was like, I yeah. just saw it. And she was But I love how the house white anywhere is like always Probably a Chardonnay. Chardonnay. <laughs> You're like, why? Probably I was it's- like, what's your... I haven't had Probably a house it's... wine in forever. I kind of forgot that that was a thing. Oh, I love no. a house wine. I usually go like all I you, drink all... is house drinks, house beer. I house go, what do you got wine. on special? What's your house beer or whatever? What's your. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna go out for a night of like, oh, like top to bottom, we're gonna yeah. we're we're getting her accomplished. Then I'm just drinking house beer. I don't care. Right, um, house beer. I, oh, that's fine. House wine. I. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's on tap. That'd be funny. How, there is a tap? there is a winery. Not winery. There is a restaurant here that we've been to a couple of times. That I make you guys go to. They have their wine on tap, and it's really good really but you can't Where's... get it in anywhere else you can only get it on tap which one are you talking about uh what's it called right we went for dinner with did we go with mel <laughs> the other week 
Oh yeah, we went to the the place on in uh, in Martaloop. Martaloop there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Mar- starts with an M. Oh, uh, merchants, merchants, merchants. Yeah. Oh, so that's an actually, interesting thing. Oh, oh we did order that wine on tap, and it was yeah. good because you suggested yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, the, that was so funny. Yeah, but that's different than a house red or white. Generally, a house red or white is they just have too much of a bottle of something, and they're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> right. The ones I picked were uh, I picked a uh, Pinot Grigio uh, from New Zealand. I showed it earlier on. This is my white. This is uh, Matua. Um, this is a really nice uh, wine. I've been drinking it throughout the podcast. This is like a go-to. The price point's good. It's like $20, $21 maybe. You know, like sometimes you, it's always on sale for some reason. You can get it like, it's, you can get it at Costco. I think it's like $16. You know, like whatever you get from Costco is like always cheaper. Um, this is a nice wine to just have with dinner. Like this is a good table wine. This is a good, um, it's crisp. It's light. It's not too like... Sometimes at the end of a white wine, like this is a, uh, like I said, this is a Pinot uh, Grigio. Um, sometimes they can be a little, like you almost get that like taste yeah. at the end of a white, yeah. that mm-hmm. burning yeah. sensation. Yeah. And this doesn't have that at all. Like this is a nice dry white. It doesn't have that sour like yuck at the end of it. Um, yeah. And I guess that's more, I suppose I lean towards that when I, when I pick right. a wine. Uh just and New Zealand it's... Pinot Grigio is very good. They do good white wines. Yeah, they they they've, they've got it figured. Um, New Zealand uh, has a lot of things figured, including their wine. <laughs> including their wine, especially their wine. Yeah. And another thing, New Zealand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is my rosé, um, <gasps> and this is from Vibrant Vines. I love and this rosé. I have tasted this lot in person. Unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to get this wine because you got to go to Kelowna to get it or buy it in stores i can't find it anywhere i can't find it anywhere in calgary but it did hilariously enough um it uh won the uh alberta award for best in show for that particular nice and i love the label yeah i love it i've actually kept that bottle and i think every time i've ever given anybody that wine they've kept the bottle because it's so much fun um yeah so this is a little about it it's a refreshingly dry east Kelowna rosé it is a blend of riesling pinot uh pinot auxiliary how do you how would you say that Mm-mm. oxiro and mm-hmm. augustawiner augustawiner gortsdemeanor that's a hard one oh say. yeah that took we me learned like four that years word. to figure oh, that out is a hard one yeah um blushed with uh merlot so um it is it's nice uh they say it is predominantly floral nose and it's full of honeysuckle and elderflower elderflower is one that i typically lean to for some reason and it's not even a taste i knew i wanted in my life very good in gin too so good in gin so good in Mm -hmm. like um we had a um there was a cider with elderflower that lena and i really used to enjoy um Oh, yeah. uh, with hints of yeah, hibiscus, which or herbis? How? No, no, not hibiscus. How would you say that? Herbaceousness. 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 Oh, which okay. I think is one of those like fancy words like terrar. Okay, herbaceousness. I'm going to use it now in a. You could you use it in a sentence? You're like yes, <laughs> <laughs> with hints of herbaceousness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the palate, it begins with a crisp characteristic characteristics of fresh pink grapefruit leading seamlessly into long juicy finish bursting with okanog and tree fruit flavors um so i i remember tasting this um at the winery um 
and it being delicious. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was so, it was actually, this was going to be my funny Chardonnay. Um, I have like a big stink about rosé for some reason. I'm like, people are like, would you like a rosé? I go, uh, no, thank you. And rose I don't know why. Day, dude. And this is the funny thing. Maybe I think because I think it's day. like a bit basic or something. I didn't want to be like, uh, but you know what? Shut up. Just if it's good, drink it. And it <laughs> that one is. You yeah. know what? Shut the fuck up. You know I what? have to <laughs> say the Okanagan seems to do some of the best rosés. Like, you know, I, like French and Californian. And, but really the Okanagan seems to do just perfect. I don't know. There's just so many good rosés. It was honestly, it was very good. And um, for those who haven't been or those looking to go to the Kelowna or Okanagan, re- Okanagan region, Vibrant br- Vines on the east side of Kelowna is this very cool. really very cool, unique experience. Yeah. Um, You go in and it's it's like uh, just drenched with art. The like, it's just the pieces are almost psychedelic. Like, yeah, you it's go very through like there. LSD kind of um, like art. Yeah, you're on kind of a wild ride when you yeah. go in there. They have a, a very cool speakeasy um in the basement and um also um, some real cool uh, I have. I'm now over at the Crown and Thieves. I associate with the Crown and Thieves folks who oh, yeah. actually um organize uh, they work Ooh. that's the hatch, you're right. Yep. So those are or those are my people now. The same. One of the same owners, okay. Sam. Um, okay, I will uh move on to my red. And this was actually it's so funny that off the top I was so persnickety. I I was being uh, persnickety about wine tasting being persnickety, which is funny. Um, but <laughs> this was on our wine tour. Uh, uh this is a wine from uh called Nagging Doubt. And uh do you remember this winery, Carla? Yes, I do. It's very um, like I also remember it. I'm here too. Well. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, Lena, do you remember this Lena, winery? Were you here? No, I don't remember. No. Yeah. It's I a do. very small operation. They don't have a lot of wine. It was types. like the one guy. Yeah, it was like the one guy, and uh, it was just really intimate. And the wine was really good. And also, they had a Chardonnay that we didn't hate. So, <sighs> yeah, basically the best. Mind blown. Uh, um, this is called the Pole. This particular wine. And it is a uh, yummy little treat. Very nice. <laughs> Here you go. Share that screen. You can see that. But it is a little more expensive. Um, this I is think a- that for a good bottle of red 30s, good. If you're not drinking it on a Tuesday and you're going to waste half of it. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, that- it was, um, I, I really enjoyed it. It was... Uh, Again, big flavor. This is a blend, though. Um, no. This is not. Uh, this is uh, a delicious, delicious blend. Um, forgive me for a second here. I'm just pulling up. Um, it's. Um... That was the 2020 bottle, actually, but we would have tried the 2019 bottle, I think. Probably, yeah. Um, the yeah. pull. So uh, it's a, the pull consists primarily of uh, Merlot, which is 47%, uh, Cabernet Franc, uh, which is 27% of it, um, a Cabernet uh, Sauvignon, which is 18%, and then a Melbac, which is 8%. um, uh, This is a big wine with intense nose of black cherry plum blackberry, uh, baking spice, and hints of chocolate and tobacco. And I actually remember him saying the tobacco and and us being, and again, maybe it's that subjectiveness, but I remember tasting it and thinking like, yeah, I remember being obsessed with that place when I left and just like sort of obsessed with the atmosphere and and kind of what he had going on. 
it's so good. Um, so yeah, those were my three, uh, Very good. my three picks. Very nice. Um, yeah. So that is that us? Is that uh, Lena? Did you did you want to add anything? Did you pick? Did you have a wine, or were you thinking of a wine that you liked to typically drink? Yes. Do you know what I was um, thinking? Ew. What? So you know, a lot of people are broke and don't have any. You know, money. Are you going to teach us how to make toilet wine? Yes. No, I'm talking about barefoot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Which, (laughs) which we've all bought. Yep. In a struggle (laughs) or not. Mm -hmm. Um. So my, um, my white is a barefoot Moscato. Yes. Oh. I know exactly. I can taste it. I can't have Moscato too, too much too. I'm like drinking. It's like drinking honey, right? It's very sweet. Yes. But totally. sparkly. It's very confusing. Yeah. It's weird. Moscato is weird. So, and the red is the pink Moscato. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which is rosé. Right. Of the Moscato. Uh-huh. And the, uh, the red is a red Moscato. <laughs> <laughs> sparkling red wine oh my god well but okay so like when i was shitting on this and i was looking it up yeah okay so jennifer wall is the create or like she's the winemaker right in california um she's the mother of three and the world's most awarded winemaker oh really wow well this is according to the website right I mean, it could be true. It could be. I mean, like, I, you know, I've always heard about that. It's one of those wines that I remember from not as a child drinking, but I re- like that. I would recognize that bottle as like a 15. I'd recognize that air- anywhere. Yeah. No, totally. And you can get it anywhere. So, yeah. I mean, she's winning. <laughs> um, yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. It said she, um, and it's a Californian. I didn't know if it, I didn't know. She's where from Cal- she, yeah, she's, yeah. Um, she, that's she's received over 2000 medals, countless accolades and people like buy this around the world. Yeah. If you had like a Moscato though, I would definitely, I don't know what the right circumstances would be for a Moscato. Cause it's heavy. It's like a heavy sparkling wine. Right. I didn't even know what a Moscato was. <laughs> And I picked all of these. As- it's like an aperitif drink. I think if you had it at the end of the night. Okay. Does your mom call that, Brittany? The- oh, the, your... Uh, a uh, nightcap? A nightcap. A nightcap. Oh, I but thought a you night- had a funny name for it. Sorry. Never mind. No, she calls it... She, but she she's very specific about a nightcap. A nightcap right. has to be in a nicer glass than you were drinking before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that when you would go. bring out a... You got a nightcap and a nice that's glass. Your- yeah. Go it's a bed. short like crystal preferably a yeah. short glass filled with lots and lots of ice and it's heavier it's a heavier pour right so you're almost doubling the alcohol uh volume that the night caps to put you to sleep right yeah. <laughs> it, it's right. your last drink of the night and it's very like um that's her uh that's her nightcap uh yeah, totally. i think you could uh, do a moscato too um as a nightcap as a nightcap it might have too much sugar. I don't know. You can do anything heavy. as a nightcap. Yeah, <laughs> Listerine as a nightcap and a morning cap. 
Anyways, barefoot has all your needs. All your needs. We come. don't all need your to do a tasting needs. about it. Everyone's tasted barefoot. Yeah. If you need something, just go to the local liquor store. Yeah. Pick it up. I think we've accomplished what should be another hour and a half podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And in saying that, you guys, cheers. This is a fun episode. Cheers. Another Another filmed episode. Clink. Clink. Uh, oh, um, I, I do have a... Here we go. Clink. There Clink. we go. Cheers. Clink. Cheers. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning into this new uh format. If you if you like it, let us know uh in the comments. I guess we're gonna be putting this on our new YouTube channel. So like, subscribe, hit the notification button. Um, that's the only way you can grow a channel. And uh the uh the only way uh, we can continue is if you uh if you do those thingies, the, the yes. YouTube thingies. And um, also check out our Patreon. Lena, do another little dip 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 with your head little bowie oh yeah there we go we've got some merch on redbubble very cute very cute uh, it's so cool i have so many comfy sweaters so many little things yeah, going on very nice and this uh, hat yeah but just go to our website which is www.lifepairingspodcast i'm like are we all supposed to say it together no i don't know <laughs> at I, thought, Brittany, I just assumed Brittany would start talking and then she did um, and i was like oh no <laughs> I, shouldn't have interrupted. I, actually, I actually just gave you our email address which is even funnier um it's, it's just like lifepairingspodcast.com um oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can also, also email us email us and the, tell us what you think of things um, what's but in your the meantime, favorite wine yeah what's your like favorite barefoot wine, wine? What's your favorite boxed wine? Yeah. Oh my god, tell us what your favorite oh, boxed yeah, wine is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best one. Yeah. Um in the meantime, um we're really really grateful for those who do listen and uh continue to uh support us and encourage us and um we hope that you guys have an awesome week and we'll check you out next time. Bye. Bye.